I had a breakthrough and all I can do is kick myself for not picking up on a huge plot point happening the first few times that I read it. So I need to be nicer to myself in, in that regard. Welcome back to the Geopats podcast, where we explore different niche topics with global guests. We have shows on books, the internet and social media, coffee, podcasting, and so much more. We are focused on the language show only this month. So we're talking mostly about Mandarin Chinese, but we have had a few episodes about Japanese as well. This is part of Nampod Pomo, which is national podcast posting month, or since I'm living outside of the US, I like to call it international podcast posting month. And today I'm going to fill you in on how my my own studying has gone this month. While the interviews have been going on in the podcast, I have been using my Mandarin Companion Chinese Graded Reader Level 1 300 characters of The Monkey's Paw by W.W. Jacobs. No, it is not a Chinese story, but it is altered to be set in China, which is kind of fun. Should I read you the back of the book? I actually haven't read this, which is kind of funny. Mr. and Mrs. Zhang live with their grown son, Guisheng, who works at a factory. One day, an old friend of Mr. Zhang comes to visit the family after having spent years traveling in the mysterious hills in China's Yunnan province. He tells the Zhang family of a monkey's paw that has magical powers to grant three wishes to the holder. Against his better judgment, he reluctantly gives the monkey's paw to the Zhang family, along with a warning that the wishes come with a great price for trying to change one's fate. <laughs> There's a story adaptation note. Should I read that to you? The story is an adaptation of English author W.W. Jacobs' 1902 classic horror story, The Monkey's Paw. This Mandarin companion graded reader has been adapted into a fully localized Chinese version of the original story. The characters have been given authentic Chinese names as opposed to transliterations of English names, which sound foreign in Chinese. The locations have been adapted to well-known places in China. The period of this adaptation is the 1980s, not long after Zhang Xiaoping's famously instituted China's new policies of reforms and openness. China was gearing up its industrialization to eventually become known as the world's factory. In this time period, 10,000 RMB was a substantial amount of money, similar to the feeling of a million dollars in early 21st century America. So if you know the original story, Zhang Xiping is Mr. White, Zhang Taitai is Mrs. White, Zhang Guisheng is Herbert White, and Chan Yonlai is Sergeant Major Morris. All right. So there's 10 chapters, and I made a list of uh, what chapters to do on what day. Basically, since there's 30 days in November, and I wanted to get through the entire book in November, it's three chapters a day. However, I had a head injury about halfway through the month, actually. <laughs> so I missed a number of days there. So I'm on a bit of a catch-up period. But my goal for this is not to understand every word. My goal is to get better at recognizing, hearing, being able to produce some sentences, some bigger structures. I have a decent basic vocabulary, especially in the passive skills of, of reading. 
and I can type with the, the pinion input, the romanization input on my phone. If I remember the word, I can recognize the characters usually because the characters are what drew me into the language. So that's not that hard for me. However, I'm feeling a bit like a two-year-old where I can't really produce phrases and sentences. So I'm really hoping that the dialogue and the fuller repeated low-level sentences that I can understand in this book will help me get more comfortable with that so I can speak and type in longer forms. And reading tends to save my ass at every point in my life. I learn a lot from reading about language, about communication, about networking, about human relationships. Literally at every point in my life when I've been kind of stuck and not knowing what to do, reading has helped me. So that's what this month has been about, <laughs> is me getting through that. Every moment, a choreography, each and every passing glance, as if our eyes knew how to now, I had a huge breakout moment last night, specifically. I was doing chapters four, five, and six. Time has been an issue because the chapters are quite short. They're like, for example, chapter four is one, two, three, four, five, six, six and a half pages, but they're very childish pages. They're like half of an A4 or eight and a half by 11 paper, pretty big font. But even so, um, I'm now trying to read along with them, so I have to slow down the speed from regular speed to 0.6 or 0.7. And so that makes it a lot longer for the for the chapter to happen. So I had to make a decision last night with the time that I had available. I, instead of doing chapters 1 through 7, which was the plan, I did chapters 4, 5, and 6. And it was the first time I had slowed down the audio so that I could understand it better and be able to speak along with it. I was understanding a lot more of the words and I don't fully understand why that was happening because I have read chapter four since November 10th. It's the first time I touched chapter four and it is now November 21st. So I've I've touched that chapter quite a bit of time. So I don't know why this is happening, but I'm not going to fight progress. I got so much more of the story and I don't want to ruin it for you if you don't know the story of the monkey's paw. So there will be a spoiler. <laughs> I feel slightly bad for just having laughed there, but I got to chapter six and I realized as I was reading the chapter, I knew there was a man that came to the house to talk to the Jungs, the older couple, but I could never figure out who he was in the other times that I had listened to and or tried to read that chapter. And it was crystal clear last night when I slowed down the audio and was reading along with it that he was a co-worker of their son, Guisheng. He was describing a work accident and Guisheng dying. And I thought, okay, so I missed a few days of reading that chapter, but chapter six, I had read at least three or four times before this. And I realized that there was a man that came to the door and they were not happy with what he said. But I did not actually understand that their son had died. But last night, it was so crystal clear. Other than slowing down the audio, I'm not sure what it was that did it. I really don't. I still don't understand every word in the chapter. I don't. Even this, there's this question here. Chula shema shu. Zhang tai tai wan. Like she asked something. But what the heck is chula shema shu? Like it's leave, why leave something? Shu ba shu. Shu ba shu. There's a word I don't. Oh, gui sheng. Is or is not gui sheng. 
Zheng Tai Tai Yi See, I don't know what Yi means. But Zheng Tai Tai is the name of the older woman who just lost her son. So there's there's words I understand. There's things that happen that I understood. But there's definitely a lot of language I still don't understand. But they use the word ku a lot. And ku is, is cry. And ku is a character that looks very much so like the action that it is. If you've ever seen Da, which is the big, it looks like a person with a line through it going horizontally. It's like that, but then it has two boxes where your eyes would be. So it's kind of like a person with your arms out with two square boxes where your eyes are, which if you're crying, yeah, and I do this with characters, then it looks like you've cried so much that your eyes are big. Like that's what Ku looks like. And that word is all over this chapter. And I know that word. I've known that word for over a year. It's one of my favorite characters, actually, because it's so easy to spot because it's a very clear, clear, clear character. It's not like yeah and, and oh, what is the other one I confuse it at? Yeah, I always confuse with another one. And Iban and Jin, I confuse with each other. There's a few words that I still, ah, uh, I have to get the meaning from context and I don't know enough context to get them yet. So I generally mess them up. But this isn't like that. Ku is one of those words that looks like what it looks like and it's done. And it's all over this chapter. And somehow I didn't recognize that the first few times I read this chapter. So I know, I know I'm being very hard on myself. The fact that I understood last night is a massive breakthrough in understanding this man came to the house. He was welcomed inside the house. He told them this information. They cried. And then he left. And there's something he said when he left that I don't understand. So there's still part of that story that I need to get. But like she asked Zheng Tai Tai, the older woman, she asked him, Ta Shi Ma Le. He, why did he? Ta Si Zi. See, does that mean he died? Ta, and there's like da, 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 da. Actually, they do six dots, two sets of three instead of just three. <laughs> oh, punctuation's fun. So it's ta, da, 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 sila, naga nan, nan ren sho. So that man, that male man said, and I can't read the next word. Jung, Jung Shiping, Ho Jung Tai Tai. So the older man, the older woman, Isha Su. Again, I don't remember what that means. Okay, wait, number 29. Because the vocabulary in the book is really well labeled. And we can actually look up that Isha. Oh, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. So Isha se, so all of a sudden, bu hua le. All of a sudden, they couldn't speak. Tum and bu. Oh, see, this is the thing. And this is why I need to listen to the audio when I do this, because I get stuck on so many words that I need to just keep listening and saying it out loud with the audio until I know more of them. But yeah, so I'm already stuck on what I'm pretty sure is a really important word. But it's number 48, so let's see what number 48 is. To believe. Shangshin. Shangshin is to believe. Oh, that's a cool word. So what is, um, where am I? So Tamen, they. Tamen bu shashin. So they didn't believe. Jushu jenda. Oh, they didn't, they didn't believe it really. So they're in shock, basically, because they just found out. Sula. And I'm guessing that means he died. I'm guessing the la here is the past tense la. Su is the su that I'm sure I'm saying in the wrong tone, but is the one that is confused with i or san su, like the number four, one, two, three, four. That's the one that's, yeah. So me saying that in the wrong tone is, well, actually, there's no harm in that because if you say the number in the wrong tone, it 
it sounds like death. But if you say death in the wrong tone, it actually sounds better than it is. So, ha <laughs> silla, silla, silla. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> so the takeaway here is, wow, I had a breakthrough and double wow, because all I can do is kick myself for not picking up on a huge plot point happening the first few times that I read it. So I need to be nicer to myself in, in that regard. The other thing is, as I sit here with the pages open, there is a tiny bit of pinion in English at the bottom of every page with maybe one or two definitions. But the vast majority of the pages are just in the in the Mandarin Chinese Hanzo characters. I'm literally reading just the Hanzo characters. And that feels so rewarding. Oh my God. Chapter one, I actually wrote all over. But if I were to take chapter two, how far can I go in chapter two? So the first sentence is always like the geographical setup. Where are they? What's happening? Kind of that narrative setup. So if I go to the second line, no, God damn it. I really wanted to do a show-off moment there. Oh, third line. Boo. <laughs> That's hardly showing off. Zheng Tai Tai Da That's hard. So she's 40 years old. Wait, how is she 40 and her son was working and died at work? How the heck is she only 40? She's really young. These pictures make her look 60. Wait, what? How the heck is she 40? Wow. They really did her an injustice in these pictures. The Jungs look like they're in their 60s in these pictures, and their son looks like he's in his late 20s, early 30s. Interesting. Anyway, we'll show off moment not happening today, but I don't care because this is such a cool experience. I'm very, very choppily reading through and being exposed to bigger chunks of the language and in context. And when I got to that part in chapter six, where I understood what happened, I wanted to go on to chapter seven, but I had an appointment and I had to rush to my computer to help online to, to do that recording. So I couldn't go on, but that kind of urgency never really happened with the HSK materials. It's never really happened with any second language materials for me. I've, I've never had a narrative pull in another language. So that was that was a first for me. That was definitely a first for me. And that was kind of a cool first now that I think about it. Like I was getting into the story. I, mean, I was feeling really bad for the Jungs. They seem like such lovely, lovely people. <laughs> Just like I know them. I can barely understand the content in this book, but I felt so connected to them <laughs> via the language and the story and the fact that they laugh so much in the first five chapters. Because laugh, Xiao, is also one word that they keep using over and over and over. They like to laugh. He likes to laugh. They laughed. They said, they laughed, they laughed, they said. And then chapter six, Tom and Ku, they cried. Solve this mystery 
I will remain 